This is a broadcast of Holland United Church of Christ. At Holland UCC, we seek to open the mind and engage the heart. We are a community of justice, peace, and affirmation in Holland, Michigan, where everyone is welcome to the table. Words of Integration and Guidance by Tarthang Tolku. So often we hear older people say, I wish I had heard this 20 years ago, or I have wasted all these years and now it is too late. Of course, it is never too late, but we do not know how much time we have left. So why do we not begin now? We can remember to be grateful that we are alive and have the opportunity for inner growth. As for frustration and impermanence, we can be grateful that they are there to wake us up. The more we think about the pervasiveness of impermanence and of the upstanding, I did not practice this one, (laughs) insubstantiality, there we go, I guess, it took a minute, of whatever we wish to hold on to, the better understanding we have of our tendencies toward fascination and grasping. Consequently, we find that we are not so easily distracted and do not become so quickly caught up in just whatever happens next. We may experience a whole reordering of the priorities in our lives. As we begin to gain greater understanding and compassion, our lives become more cheerful and filled with positive energy, which can be of help and inspiration to others. A reading of scripture from Genesis 1, verses 1 through 5, as translated by Everett Fox. At the beginning of God's creating of the heavens and the earth, When the earth was wild and waste, darkness over the face of ocean, rushing spirit of God hovering over the face of the waters, God said, let there be light, and there was light. God saw the light, that it was good. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. There was setting, there was dawning, one day. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Thanks be to God. I find the best way to recruit readers is to include some really difficult words. (laughs) Well, thank you. The Acts of the Apostles, chapter 10, 34 to 38. Then Peter began to speak to them, I truly understand that God shows no partiality, but in every nation, anyone who fears God and does what is right is acceptable. You know the message God sent to the people of Israel preaching peace by Jesus Christ. He is Lord of all. That message spread throughout Judea, beginning in Galilee after the baptism that John announced, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. How he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. For the word of God in scripture, for the word of God among us, for the word of God within us. Thanks be to God. So how are we doing with the snow? <laughs> Yippee! Are we still in that snow is fun stage? <laughs> okay, some of you aren't in that stage, but I, I still am, so, so you know, indulge me. <laughs> indulge me. 
when I sit at my uh, desk uh, at home, I can look out my window and see a couple of trees and then some fields beyond that. And for the last, you know, couple, three months, it's kind of looked the same. Not bad, but kind of the same. But then when the snow comes and just covers everything, it's a totally different place. It's a whole different world. I mean, I could be on Neptune or at least somewhere in the UP, you know. <laughs> and there's just something about snow that just gives us new eyes to see the world in a different way and maybe new energy to do something new. Our kids have been getting outside more uh, with this snow than they had in recent times. Just getting out, building forts, making snowmen, sledding, snowball fights, uh, you know, just enjoying it. And there's other things we can do this time of year. Skiing, snowmobiling, uh, buying new snowblowers, you know, <laughs> uh, things that... But the snow gives us fresh eyes. It allows us to see the landscape differently. <clears throat> Might even create a clearing where we can envision new possibilities. Today is Epiphany Sunday, marking uh, the visit of the baby Jesus by the Magi. Epiphany also means an illuminating discovery or the revealing of the divine. As perhaps the snow can reveal something new to us that we hadn't seen before or can at least be an initiator to us along those lines. And perhaps a new calendar could do the same. Right, as we flip over from 2017 to 2018, there's a newness, a freshness there, right? 2017, if we still use those paper planners or calendars, we'd see all the marks and all the events, and everything's come and gone, right? We may have had hopes and dreams for last year, but now it's, it is what it is, and it's in the past. But as we flip over to a new calendar, it's open. It's yet to unfold and holds that promise and potential of something new. A year, perhaps, that is still to be written, a year maybe, for starting fresh. The very first words of the Bible in Hebrew are these. Bereshit bara Elohim hashemayim ve'et ha'aretz. At the beginning of God's creating of the heavens and the earth. We often hear that rendered in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. We hear that sort of past tense, but a number of Hebrew scholars like to uh, render that actually in the present tense grammatically. And I also like the invitation that that grammatical shift makes to help us see that God's creative work is not just something that was once and done. But that God is a creating God and that God is still creating not only the world, but maybe even us. Maybe even us. We're still being created. But that can be hard for us to remember because we know ourselves and we know who and what we are. We know what we do, what we don't do, and we kind of have a set view of ourselves. But perhaps, uh, like the snow changing the entire look of the landscape, a new year might remind us that even our lives are not finished. We are still being created. So what if there was a sort of proverbial snow that fell on our lives? 
covering everything that's so familiar to us and that we find our identity in. Snow that blanketed our looks. Snow that blanketed our vocational status, our career or job status, our titles or lack thereof, our relationship status, our familial status, our habits, or so many other things that we typically think of as us. Imagine that a snow fell and that those things couldn't be seen or were hidden, or you had new eyes to think of yourself in a completely new way. Could we envision ourselves in a new way if we took away some of those things? Some of those things which are important, of course, and are absolutely a part of who we are, but can we believe that we're still being formed and that new things may be in store for us? One of the things that we see when we look at God's creative work in Genesis 1 is that it's marked by order and balance. There is light and darkness, day and night, earth and sky, water and dry land, creatures and suitable habitats. And this order and balance leads to harmony and wholeness, a place for everything. And isn't that what we want? in our own lives. Harmony. Wholeness. That we want for our neighbors, for our communities, for our world. So as we think about 2018 and clearing the space for something new, we might look at our lives and wonder if we long for that order and balance, where perhaps is there disorder? Where is there imbalance? And if we want to clear the space for something new, we have to look back at what has been. So what has been that perhaps has created a disruption to how I am? What has been out of balance in my life? What might I need to let go of to make space for something new? Neil Walsh has said that yearning for a new way will not produce it. We might want something new in our lives, but just the wanting isn't going to do it. He says, only ending the old way can do that. You cannot hold on to the old all the while declaring that you want something new. The old will defy and deny the new. There's only one way to bring in the new. You must make room for it. You have to make room for it. So as we think about a new year, there's also, and new things, there's also an invitation what old things might I be invited to let go of or hold more loosely? I got an email the other day. It said, Brian, I'm confident this can be the year of big achievement for you. <laughs> Glad someone has confidence. You know, I'm excited. <laughs> you probably got the same email. Um, said, but not if you simply write down your resolutions and then hope for the best. To make meaningful progress towards significant goals requires right intention and a plan. Right intention and a plan. Without a plan, life becomes a drift. Not a snow drift, though that's not a good drift either. Without a plan, a slow life becomes a slow, aimless meander through the year, destination unknown and probably undesired. 
The alternative to drifting through 2018, this inspiring email said, is designing it, designing it, or having a plan. So was that email a little over the top, and were they trying to sell me something? Yes. But there is something to it, right? Without a plan, without concrete steps, my hopes for something new, my intentions will remain simply that. Intentions. In our text in Acts, Peter remarks that God shows no partiality. Now he's just had a vision which helped him see the world in a new way, with fresh eyes. We didn't read this part, but perhaps you recall when Peter uh, is visiting uh, this person and he has a vision of a sheep being lowered with animals on it. And these animals, many of them are unclean, according to the Jewish kosher way of thinking about it. And a voice says to Peter, get up and eat. And Peter says, Lord, you know I've never eaten anything unclean. But then the voice says, do not make anything, do not call anything unclean that the Lord has made clean. And so even as Peter begins to see the menu potentially expand for what he could eat in his life, he begins to realize that this is more than about food. If God made it, it is good. And he realized this applies to people as well. This applies to people as well. God shows no partiality. God accepts all, and Peter begins to realize what this means and what God has done and is doing in and through Jesus. And so Peter takes steps to live into that vision. Right? He meets with Gentiles. He eats with them in their homes. He invites them into the community of faith, things that he would not have been able to do with his old way of thinking. And so how might we be called to see our lives and our world anew? How might we be invited to step into a new and fresh reality closer to God's original vision of harmony and wholeness, following after Jesus' model of acceptance, forgiveness, and self-sacrifice? Well, I'm going to give us a few minutes to think about that. And I actually have some cards and pens. And so I'm going to pass these out and give you a few minutes just to think of that invitation of what might I be invited to? What new thing might God have in store for me in the year ahead? And you don't have to participate. You can just, you know, doodle or pass the sheets on. But I'd like to invite you to think of a couple of things. One, what new thing might there be for you personally? A new habit, a new goal, uh, whatever it might be. And then what new thing might there be for you with regards to a wider circle? What communal new thing might there be for you? Something new in your neighborhood. Something new with this community of Holland UCC. Something new with the city of Holland. Or with a particular group, such as DACA recipients. Or uh, low-income folks. Or the LGBTQ community. Or whoever it might be that comes to mind for you in this coming year. What new intention might there be for you and something that expands beyond you? And of course those may be related. So I'm going to pass these cards out. And some pens and markers. And I'm going to read a poem, and then that will lead us into some silence. And in that silence, just 
open yourself up to whatever comes. And if you feel led to write something down, please do. And after our five minutes or so of quiet, I'm actually going to invite us to, to group up into groups of threes and fours and to share uh, what came to us. And of course, that sharing is optional. Uh, but I just want to give us the invitation to do so. So as you're thinking about what might be invited in this year ahead, a poem by Martha, Martha Postlewaite entitled Clearing. Do not try to save the whole world or do anything grandiose. Instead, create a clearing in the dense forest of your life and wait there patiently until the song that is your life falls into your cupped hands and you recognize and greet it. Only then will you know how to give yourself to this world so worthy of rescue.
no one's going to say, I need more time. All right. So I'm going to invite you to get into groups of three or four so you can turn your chairs around a little bit. And no one's going to, you know, hold you to this or say, oh, but you said, you know, right? But sometimes there's something about speaking aloud and intention that can help us own it or feel like, ah, maybe I could do that. So there's the provision that if you never do any of this, that's perfectly okay. And you can also say pass. I don't want to share. Maybe it's personal. That's fine too. Uh, so if you'd like to break into groups of three or four or just jump into a group you see forming, please do that. We'll take a few minutes to share. So I'm going to invite us to, and these conversations can continue beyond this time. So I'm going to invite us to turn our seats back. And maybe you'll want to take your card and put it on the fridge or put it on your desk or put it in the recycling file, you know. Depends how good you're feeling about it. Brian McLaren has said, I've come to see that what matters most is not our status, but our trajectory. Not where we are, but where we're going. Not where we stand, but where we're headed. And so I hope this time of reflection has just opened up for you even a little something that maybe God might be inviting something new in your life, in our lives, in our world this year. My friend uh, Keisha McKenzie tweeted just yesterday, continuing creation includes me. She said, as long as I live, I'll be changing. Pace will vary, so will form. I will rejoice in my unfolding today. May it be so for all of us. Amen and namaste. Would you pray with me? O God of starting fresh and new beginnings, enlarge our hopes and our horizons. Give us both the courage of deeper longings and the peace of deeper trust. May we open to your ongoing work of creation in our lives and in our world. In Jesus' name, amen. to join us for worship on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. at the Holland Area Arts Council in downtown Holland. And for more information, how to get involved, or to support our work, like us on Facebook or visit hollanducc.org. Mm-hmm.